Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, welcome back to Quick Resume. Episode 13, post E3, post hype. My name is Deck. Oh, my name, my name is Tim. <laughs> and this, this is a really special episode. I mean, not only because we've just finished E3, but because we're, this is the first time we've done this together. Um, in person. In person. And, I mean, maybe you can tell. Who knows? But, I mean, you won't be able to tell. But, I mean... Yeah, but I'm sitting next to this uh, this handsome fellow. Yeah, well, um, wow, likewise, man. Yeah, because we, uh, we all met up to watch uh, E3 this year. Um, us and a couple other mates. So... Uh, yeah, we're doing this in person. Uh, obviously, it's just us two. The the other people have left, but yes. Mm. And and just for the record, I highly recommend everybody do that from every year going forward. Oh, it's fantastic! Always make a we we made like a really fun drinking game for all the announcements and stuff like yeah. that. We we made the mistake of doing a shot every time something was on Games Pass, and uh, I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> that was pretty awful. Um, <laughs> most like... of the show was a blur. We had to watch it the next day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Um... Yeah, I don't know why we thought that was a good idea, because I thought it'd be a good idea, because it would be like, alright, so on Game Pass is pretty hype, but after the 11th shot, it just got a bit, a bit much. Yeah, what was it, like 30 games shown, 27 on Games Pass? Yeah. So if we were playing the rules legit, we would have had to do 27 yeah. shots. Yeah, because <laughs> Sarah Bond came out at the beginning, and she was like, we're going to show you 30 games, 27 of them are going to be on Games Pass, and we were like, what? <laughs> 27? <laughs> We're dying today. But yeah. I mean we got we got through a whole we got through two whole bottles of shot juice. Shot juice, yeah. Un- undisclosed shot juice. Yeah, like I'm not at the liberty to <laughs> tell you what was in it. It was a good thing we bought the weak stuff to be fair, otherwise I don't think we'd be here today no. doing episode thirteen. Yeah. So I mean that was just good foresight. So there was that. I would recommend that. You know, we had we had a couple of other things like Phil Spencer appearing like with a mincy shirt or something, Master Chief making an appearance. The rest of it was yeah. Because we had, yeah, we had with some easy stuff, we had some hard stuff, but by far the Games Pass announcements were, I mean, they were bonkers, but yeah. I mean, maybe someone knew that that was going to be our, um, those are the rules yeah. we were going to make. Maybe someone sl- slightly threw that in, yeah. Yeah, I did, um, I did post online earlier, so. But yeah, uh, we also did like a bingo, which is really fun to do. That's non-drinking, but it's just, you know, of what you kind of expect yeah. to see. And then, you know, you sort of all pick different stuff and whoever hits bingo wins or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we had some pretty pretty cool stuff on there. We I don't think any of us even got close to bingo. I think we got like two. I, I, yeah, I, I think like two. you won with two, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Which was Starfield. I, I did count Starfield gameplay, to be fair. We'll move on to that. We'll move on to that. Um, but yeah, so E3 was awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's always better with friends um, rather than just fucking sitting in your room watching it by yourself. Um and yeah, the post E3 hype was uh is is pretty real. It was pretty good E3. Yeah, it was. And then, like I'm yeah, I'm excited to talk about that um as we go into the show. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess, I guess we should if we just start with our kind of overall impressions. Like, what what were your kind of overall impressions? I guess as like 
of Xboxes and Bethesda's um, presence as a whole, like not, I guess that includes kind of the extended showcase as well, even though there wasn't a huge amount there, but but still. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I mean, I think we discussed this on the day as well, didn't we? I think we both rated it like a solid like eight. Yeah. Like a solid eight out of ten. Yeah. Like it didn't absolutely blow me away. Um, but it was it was pretty cool, you know. There was there was some stuff like um, it was nice to get like a name for that that um, typhoon teased game yeah. with all those emojis, which was, yeah. which was contraband. Yeah, um, contraband, yeah. There was contraband. there was a lot of stuff where it was kind of just here's a trailer, here's a CGI trailer again, and you don't really know what it is. Like yeah. there are a couple games like Contraband and Redfall as well. I genuinely had to look up to figure out what the genre of that game was. Mm. Um, so, like, don't get me wrong, they look cool, but it's hard to get crazy hyped. And it's obviously, they're miles off, so I can't be too harsh on the devs. You know, mm. the reason they do this is because the game release is a miles off. Is miles off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was pretty solid. And I think if you compare it to the rest of E3 as well, uh, I do Oof. think Xbox, you know unpopular save the show <laughs> yeah xbox did have by far the best presence at e3 this year i think and that's not not even me being biased um yeah. i'm sure some nintendo fanboys would disagree with me yeah um there were some pretty cool announcements in nintendo's don't get me wrong but um yeah but yeah i think xbox's presence at e3 was pretty pretty strong this year i think it's quite interesting seeing the wider sort of reception to the Xbox show because like a lot of people a lot of the wider community has received received the showcase better than like Xbox fans did and I think that's just kind of the price you pay for following the stuff a bit like a bit closer is that like we knew there was going to be like contraband we knew Redfall was going to be there you know we expected a multiplayer reveal whereas like a lot of um yeah like I said the wider like gaming media thought that show was fucking knockout like mm. S tier you know, yeah. A plus tier. And I thought it was good. I'd probably give it like A minus. Um, but I was expecting two game announcements. And I like, I wasn't expecting gameplay, but I was a bit disappointed to see that Contraband and Redfall, even though they're both kind of hype, you know, for, for us anyway, you know, they're like co-op heist. One of them's co-op like a heist game. One of them's like an immersive open world shooter from Arcane. Yeah, that could not have been a better announcement for me. Um, but yeah, not to see gameplay for either of them was, is a bit, is a bit bleh. Um, despite them being cool announcements, so I think, yeah, in terms of like the actual show, if you're an outsider and you're just like, oh, let's watch E3, you don't particularly follow anyone, you know, maybe you dabble in Nintendo or you have a PlayStation, whatever, you watch that as an outsider. I can understand, I I feel like that is a 10 out of 10 show, like in terms of the format, back to back games. There was loads of gameplay in the showcase, maybe not from like the new first party announcements from that tiny sliver, mm. but when we're thinking about, you know, Stalker 2, we're thinking about Halo, Psychonauts, um, loads of other stuff as well. Um, Hades, all of this stuff, Back for Blood, showed gameplay. Um, sea of Thieves, I mean, I know it's already announced game, but still, um, yeah. I can see in terms of that, but in terms of like the Xbox first party content and how that was showcased, I would probably give that like a seven or an eight. So, and, and put that together, I, yeah, that's yeah. How, I think that's how, that's how in my head, I get to the final score of sort of eight out of ten. Yeah, um, and yeah, there was. I mean, there was some. There was some shocks in there. I mean, I guess just to open it up, mm. um, right off the bat was Starfield in engine gameplay. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you can. You have to kind of classify it as in engine, I guess. Um, yeah, but 
I was quite shocked about that. I mean, I know we talked about this in previous episodes. You were basically just expecting to see a trailer, you know, like or like this is what it is, and then maybe yeah. a few snippets yeah. of things as they go, as they like, zoom out over a galaxy or something like that, you yeah. know. But we actually genuinely saw some pretty, you know, um, decent amount of in-game footage mm. of them actually like walking around, you know, inside a ship. Um, we saw like weapons and everything, so we know obviously combat's a thing and stuff like that. It's not, yeah, you know, it's so, not like a pure sim game exactly, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's not, not like, like an elite dangerous or something. Yeah, it's not like a more sort of accessible <clears throat> elite dangerous, which it did kind of give off those sort of vibes, like mm. maybe a dumbed down elite dangerous and yeah. stuff like that. So it's, it's 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 nice to know that that sort of stuff is confirmed. And um, yeah, I was just very shocked to actually see see that much, to be honest. Um, and it looked pretty cool. Yeah. It looked great. And I guess that's maybe one of the things that works in the other direction, that as an outsider who's heard about Starfield for years now, you would have expected to see like quite a big showcase. But for us, we knew going in that, I, that we weren't really expecting that, just mm. because of um, sort of how little we've heard about it. Like we, That was kind of our expectation level. Um, um, yeah, and they, cause they did like an interview afterwards, and they said, I think Todd was saying, like, oh, it's going to be like a super hardcore like it's leaning more into the RPG elements than other games they've done. So I mean, I'm assuming more like character building, you know, like not class selection, but you know, things like that. You you choose stuff at the beginning of the game and all of that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is awesome. And there was, um, it was like nothing short of a power move to bring up Todd Howard as the first thing to open your conference. <laughs> yeah. God Howard. Yeah. yeah. And God actually Howard. I've got to say they did a really good job of like, cementing the idea in people's heads that Xbox and Bethesda are together oh god they repeated it so many times yeah. Starfield as I've said before only yeah. on Xbox yeah. uh, you know Bethesda Xbox Xbox Bethesda you know, like, <laughs> they're really driving it home yeah. I think they're just trying to soften the blow Bethesda. to the gaming community when, yeah. yes, um, when Elder Scrolls finally says Xbox exclusive yeah. maybe there won't be riots <laughs> maybe yeah who knows just soften the blow slightly yeah but there's been a bit of controversy about that because Pete Hines um, you know the guy who came out when he's wearing the back the Redfall shirt the back uh, bite back and, yes you know, yeah. um, he's the uh, what even is he he's like the community manager or something anyway he's really good um, but he had like an interview afterwards and he like, was like, um, somebody asked him about like, oh, you know, what do you have to say to fans of Bethesda games who are on PlayStation? And he was uh, obviously put you in a bit of a tricky position. And he was like, well, you know, um, I'm sorry that you won't be able to play our games, essentially. Um, yeah. You know, they are there. Xbox is a very accessible platform. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, sorry, essentially. And a lot of people got their knickers in a twist because they were like, you shouldn't have to apologise for exclusivity. Where are people you know, apologising to me about God of War and Ratchet and Clank? And it's like, well... It's just being civilised, isn't it? I, yeah, yeah. yeah so day, we're all gamers. Yeah, know, exactly. Business is business, but you still don't like just cutting people off. Yeah, he, he was just uh, being empathetic. Yeah. They're, they're devs and stuff like that. You know, they do... They want everyone to play their games. Yeah. They put their heart and soul into this sort of stuff. So, you know, you, you've got to break the news to people who you know might need to do it but yeah like you said it's a very accessible platform far more accessible than the likes of playstation i mean you can play all this on games pass on pc games pass you know, pc cloud like you know we there, just before e3 there was i don't know if you saw it there was like an, a couple of articles that went up about um xbox is like next step with xcloud about getting apps on tvs like mm-hmm. having a streaming stick so like that's and we've been that's been like rumored for a while so like that's going to be happening in what in the next year like soon you'll be able to literally boot up your tv and stream at Starfield to it. Yeah. Like, it'll be through the 
you'll, you'll need a subscription to Games Pass, I assume. Or Games Pass, oh, I mean, that's how they're doing yeah. it at the moment anyway. But, like, that's so accessible. You know, it's £10 a month. Just literally 10 a down, you can play Star- Starfield in the month, if like, and that's it. Yeah. That's so accessible. You don't have to drop 500 quid on a, on a console. So... It, it was it was weird to hear that from like so many of the games. It was just like, yeah, it's coming to Series X, you know, PC and uh, your Android device. And <laughs> yeah, it's just like the all- what? <laughs> like, how's that on my how's that on my phone? Yeah, the all powerful Nokia. Yeah, it's still weird to see, but yeah, I mean, it's so it's so accessible. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, that was a really really strong opening with uh, with Starfield, and um, and yeah, with the recent. Um, acquisition of Bethesda opening yeah. up with um, with this massive project they've been working on for so long is 25 years is a big deal and it's nice to know it's real it now. is real we, yeah. like, we it's, talked it's about really screenshots for 30 minutes yeah. but now we've actually got gameplay <laughs> yeah. like, uh, not gameplay in engine footage but um, and yeah, yeah it, it looks great um, again it's not it's, it's hard to talk too much about it I mean I guess we could also say you know it looks like it will be um, the end of twenty twenty two, the release, mm. um, November twenty two. Yeah, that's right. From from what was on his console when he was tapping away, ready was to it, launch his ship. Was it next gen only? Um, I think it was. I can't remember. I actually don't know. That's probably worth a, a quick Google on on our on our behalf. I, I really think fact it, check that. Yeah, I really think it was because I remember being quite surprised at the amount of games that Xbox announced. That were just for Series S and X. Yeah, today. I know things like Contraband and Redfall were X only, X and S only. Um, yeah, and stuff right. like that. But I'm not sure about Starfield, to be honest. Uh, well, because um, it, it would just it would make sense to me because if um, if like Redfall is Series S and X only, and that's next year, they've said coming 2013. Obviously, didn't give a time. Yeah. Um, then Starfield definitely will be. Yeah, yeah, Deathwish Series S and X and PC, wicked. Okay, yeah, it's pretty cool. And that's like the sort of game that. I'm just so buzzed about that yeah, game, man. Yeah, it's yeah, the sort we'll of game that's going to be like, uh, yeah, that really takes advantage of the software or hardware. Sorry, um, it's kind of that game you've, we, you know, people like. Sure, we've had a lot of space RPGs in the past, but it's kind of that game that will scratch that ultimate itch for people who like that. In theory, yeah, because right. it will have the power and the capabilities to just be so expansive. Yeah, whereas exactly. stuff like Mass Effect and uh, what was the other one I was just thinking about. I can't remember. No but, Man's Sky. Or yeah, like No Man's Sky. I guess like that. They're all, they're all kind of gated by technology. There's only so yeah. big you can make it. There's only so much you can get in there. Um, but yeah, this, in theory, will, will, you know, really break down those walls and allow you to just be the fucking space pioneer you've always wanted to be. <laughs> be the so, boy. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like, because it, it, it is giving off those kind of... I think we've spoken about it before, but it's giving off those kind of... Um, I guess, like... Space Fallout plus No Man's Sky combined. Those are the vibes I'm getting from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can imagine like what a Bethesda No Man's Sky would look like. You know, they have loads of environmental storytelling. Obviously, there's, we saw guns. There's going to be heavy RPG elements. You know, none of those things kind of exist in, in No Man's Sky. Yeah. But then you also have that thing of like going to a new planet. What the fuck's going on here? And then, then there really some of those screenshots um, after, didn't they? Did you see them? There was like a, one of them was like a over the water like city. Yeah, and there were like loads of different, just very varied environments, and that's like Bethesda are just really good at that. Um, and yeah. I just think that they can lean really heavily into heavily into the stuff they're really good at with Starfield. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you kind of know what you're getting with Bethesda a lot. With uh, you know, you're not going to get a ten out of ten combat, are you? Probably uh, not, but they don't it'll need be, it. Yeah, exactly. It will be passable. It will be serviceable. Mm. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure they'll make a lot of improvements over their previous games. But yeah, I mean, they've, they've never been one for excellent combat, have they? Yeah, I mean that's um, one of, definitely one of the criticisms that people levy against uh, Skyrim. But I mean, I said to you when I was playing Fallout, um, and you can hear me talking about this in episodes like one, two, three, and four <laughs> of our podcast. Like when I was mm. playing it, uh, the shooting is actually quite good in Fallout Four. Yeah, and I don't see why that they. I feel like they now that they're part of the Xbox family, and yeah, they've got id anyway. They're some of the best on the fucking market of shooters. They really should be using that but Fallout 4 did feel good so my, my hopes are high that it'll only feel better um, especially because they announced as well that um, all of their games because the game studios are usually on the creation engine like dating back to Oblivion even like Morrowind I think it was as well Fallout they were on the creation engine they said this is the creation engine 2 so it's literally like they've put enough work in it to do you know give it its own sort of big upgrade so hopefully that will affect how the combat feels yeah Oh yeah, no, I'm sure it would definitely feel nicer and smoother than previous games. But what I'm saying is, I I just think you don't play company, it the, yeah. you don't play it for the combat, yeah, do you? yeah. You're never you're never gonna get that amazing crispy, uh, you know, I don't know, like Call of Duty feel or Doom feel or anything like that. Um, but yeah, they excel in so many other areas, mm. and this really does give them a canvas to to excel in those areas yeah they, um, they're just good at RPG shit man like even yeah. you know like Skyrim the skill trees like all of that all of them they're so good yeah um, it'll be quite interesting to see what kind of like skill trees stuff yeah, how that's gonna work like yeah. I'm just I'm just like sort of trying to figure out how that might um work yeah but I don't it's know it's cool. one of those things that would definitely be inside to see yeah sick so I mean yeah that was that was kind of start opening the show with Starfield and like we said um really I think they did a really good job of making us like remember that Xbox is now part of Bethesda it makes me wonder if next year it's just going to be back to Xbox Showcase unless Bethesda are wanting to sort of keep their own identity but I mean it makes it I think I think they did a good enough job to cement it in people's head that they are they are one and the same yeah yeah um and and obviously yeah they put they put an end to the all the speculation the endless tirade of speculation around um, whether or not Starfield and, and any other Bethesda games would be exclusive even though Phil yeah. was pretty much went on the record you know <laughs> like around um, the acquisition time saying the games will be exclusive to platforms with Games Pass yeah. um, so it was just false hope from from everyone else I think yeah. hoping that you know Bethesda would still come to other platforms but... it's still happening a bit though it's still still people are saying because these are new IPs therefore they don't count so like Starfield and um, ah, it Redfall, maybe. Um, but so, but the, the argument before this was that Starfield had been in development so long on both platforms that they wouldn't just throw that progress away. Mm. So like, I don't really feel like the new IP thing applies to that. It's like they're more than willing to toss away the PlayStation development. Yeah, exactly. Because they lock it into the ecosystem. Yeah, because let's let's be honest, they've been working on that for so long. They definitely were using PlayStation text apps. Yeah. They were they, yeah, they, they were they were absolutely building that for both. And then we were just like, here's seven point five billion and they were like, cool buy PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Um control of delete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that that game was was definitely being made with with both in mind. And yeah, if that was can and yeah. Elder Scrolls will be. 
Mm. I'll eat my fucking legs if it isn't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've I've always been quite confident that Elder Scrolls would be. Um, I've gone back and forth on it a few times, but I, I, I was quite confident that Elder Scrolls would be. My only, like, the only ones I thought that might not be is something like Wolfenstein 3. But if they're giving it a big break, you know, we didn't even hear anything about Wolfenstein this year, so... Um, mm. I reckon because they're machine games are the ones who make them and they're making the Indiana Jones game so it wouldn't surprise me if they're prioritizing that prioritizing that because obviously that's in collaboration with Disney Disney Um, so we might not see Wolfenstein 3 for a while and if that's the case I think they just might be like it's out of like people aren't really remembering Wolfenstein let's just make this one exclusive yeah it's not like it's you know in the last five years plus I never even played I haven't played in completed 2 so I don't know if it left on a cliffhanger or if they were just I don't actually know. No, neither do I. Um, so, so yeah. Games Pass now, though. Yeah, which I'm, I've already I, downloaded I, it. I probably <laughs> will get around to playing because yeah. I did really enjoy the first one. Um, but yeah. yeah, there was quite a few stuff added to Games Pass. Was that prior to E3 or was that like after? It was, you know, it was when, part like, of it. They, they very quickly went over some announcements. Yeah, because like, Evil Within 2 got on That's there right, as well. Yeah. Um, there was some other I think stuff. I Fallout 3 was too. Um, but yeah, no, it was... Uh, that's pretty cool, and it was it was nice. I know we we touched on it earlier as well to to really see the the transition. Um, so many games were just Series X and S exclusive. Yeah, they? I it, it was pretty it. clear that we're making that leap. Um, unlike PlayStation, <laughs> well, um, oh. yeah, shots fired. Well, um, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, we we kind of we're, we're definitely moving away. You know, this this was a showcase. It was basically saying like. You might want to start buying this hardware because, you know... If you can find it. <laughs> yeah, if you can find it, yeah, on the rare corners of the earth. Um, because, yeah, a lot of this stuff is not coming to older hardware. Um, which is fine. Eventually, you have to transition. Um, you know, these consoles yeah. have been out for ages. and yeah. um, Well, they were, like, very straightforward with this. You know, they were, like... About two years is going to be our cross-gen. One to two years is going to be our cross-gen time window. And obviously, we all know the internet fucking kicked off. Because they were like, oh, what? Two years have been held back by the Xbox One? Um, and then, obviously, it's funny because on the Sony side, they were like, oh, we believe in generations, etc., etc." And then since then, have announced that Miles Morales would be cross-gen. Um, what's the other one? Horizon is going to be cross-gen. God of War is probably going to be cross-gen. That's, I mean, that's what they said. Yeah. Um, and so that makes the that makes the only real exclusive games, which was like Destruction All Stars, which was that multiplayer online driving arena thing that nobody cared about. Um, Demon, Demon Souls, and Returnal. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, well, it's not a oh, Ratchet and Clank. Sorry, and that, that, that is that is a that is a big fucking whopper. And Returnal looked cool as well. So I'm not I'm not yeah. going to try and downplay that. That, that is a, that is cool. Yeah. Uh, but then recently, there's been news of Godfall, which was obviously I totally forgot about that. Godfall God being like that was like one of their games that was like, oh look at this visual showcase for the PS5. Can't be yeah. done on PS4. Yeah, they, oh, actually, they actually just kidding. It's coming to PS4. Yeah, they actually came out and when they were releasing it, said it. You know, it can't be done on PlayStation 4. I don't care if you guys are sobbing. And then they're just like, actually, we like we we like the money. Yeah. So <laughs> game didn't sell know. that well. Um, yeah, so that's coming to PS4. You know, there was yeah, I don't know. And there's whispers that Demon Souls is having some fucking um, a little bit of uh, background noise in that regard as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's just pretty dishonest from PlayStation and not very cool if they start doing that that sort of thing. But 
Yeah, it's, it's just that thing that Xbox took a lot of heat for it for a while because they're like, oh, I don't want my. And then the thing is, it's funny because obviously you can tell it was just all overblown because Horizon's coming out cross gen and that game looks fucking stunning. And Horizon's also coming out. Um, for, uh, sorry, Forza Horizon 5 is also coming out cross gen at the end of this year. And that looks stunning as well. So, like, this whole thing about old games, whole, like, maybe in terms of the scope and, like, what you build the game for from the ground up, that can maybe be impacted. But the game will still look at, you can make it look amazing, even if it is cross-gen, you know. Um, I guess it depends. it's a case-by-case basis, I imagine. But, you know, these games are all cross-gen, they, they look amazing. So it's just, it's just well overblown, you know. Yeah. And Halo yeah, as well. I mean, you know, Halo looks really good as cross-gen too. Yeah, yeah, and even going back and enhancing games that came out before as well for your series, uh, for your Series X and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there are some games that came out on on Xbox One. I mean, we were looking at the Metro Exodus, um, and that's game. Yeah. yeah, and that's insane. Like yeah. that, that genuinely looks like it was built for the ground up on a Series X. Like, yeah. it looks absolutely ridiculous. Um, so yeah, they they can you know w- whether or not they release on both or whether or not you enhance from previous and stuff like that, they still can look really good. So I'm not pretty flaming PlayStation for it, but it's the fact that they come out and just say dishonesty. Yeah, yeah this is PS5, and they're just like look at their fucking charts, and they're like actually no, like yeah. let's get this on PS4 as well because we need the money. It is weird that they seem um, to make a lot of like their PR is just all over the place. They they like seem to do things to like try and fan the console war. It's like their PR team doesn't speak to like the manufacturing team because they yeah. they just to say the shit that people want to hear and then sometimes it doesn't match up and then it blows back in their face. Arguably, I know I don't, but yeah. So that that has definitely been um, a problem. But the cross gen games all look good, so we're all winners. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's start actually. Let's let's start moving on to more things that happened uh, at E three. Yeah, um, sure. So I mean, I think one of what, obviously the big thing straight off to Starfield was was Stalker two, and I mean this was kind <clears> of quite a big deal uh, because yeah. it was like you know again this is one of like the hefty pieces of gameplay. Uh, I think Stalker two is a timed exclusive. I, I don't know how long it's timed for. Yeah, um, and it's going, going straight to Games Pass, which is nuts in April twenty twenty two. What do you think of Stalker? I. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played the first one, um, so I don't, I don't really PC, have... isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was PC. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit of a cult classic, from what I hear and stuff like that. People did really like it. Oh, there's been two actually. Um, oh, I think there's been. I know this one's talking to, but I think there's well, like been a like spin-off. Yeah, something like that. Maybe a smaller game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it looked pretty bloody amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it, it definitely looked amazing like visually that game mm. was absolutely fucking stunning that was crazy some of the some of the visuals i saw in there yeah um like when that alien was like pulled up and exploded and stuff like that yeah, all the particle yeah. effects around him um and like the electricity from that tower yeah, and stuff yeah. like that that game looked insane like this and that was definitely series x and s exclusive yeah because there's no right. way you can get something like that to run on yeah. on on a previous gen as early as 2022 really is when we're going to start seeing that happen yeah um but yeah i mean it looked awesome it had very metro vibes which makes sense because a lot of the it's 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 not from the same developers but it's just from people who worked on is it from the same i don't think so no it's just it it, i think i I think a lot of people that worked on metro are working on it or is it just same engine i don't know i don't think same engine or anything i I think metro is like explicitly influenced by stalker 
Oh, yeah, I think Metro yeah, is yeah, like right. Polish, isn't it? And this is obviously like was it Ukrainian? Yeah, or Russian? Is yeah. it Russian? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it it looked amazing. Um, it looked really cool. Definitely that sort of slow style um, shooter. You know, quite um, quite clunky. Well, I say clunky, but it's just you know the movements are very yeah the movements are very exaggerated and it's yeah it's very heavy. It's not like a crisp, twitchy shooter, no, like Call yeah. of Duty or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I, I thought it looked amazing. Uh, it definitely has a lot of potential. Just sort of going into like a fucking like a wasteland and you know being being hunted while you're hunting for these this material or whatever and stuff like that. I'm not really sure what that material does. I, I mean. It's, it's almost like sure a, it's just like valuable. Yeah, and like maybe use it to enhance equipment and stuff yeah, like that. Maybe. And it's almost like it's quite roguelike in in, in that regard. It does look it? a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, I you know, know, you go in, you get your stuff, you come out, you upgrade, you go in again, sort of thing. Um, yeah, in my head, that's what it's like, but it might it could just be sort of story based. You know, yeah, could I'm, just sure. Be linear. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it looked really, really cool. Yeah, I was happy to see more of Stalker um, too. I was happy because it was kind of it. We got obviously saw a, like a CGI reveal last year, didn't we? It was one of the many CGI reveals that we yeah. got last year. And it's like, okay, cool. I didn't know there was a Stalker one. Obviously, now I know like yeah. a bit more about it, having had a year to um, just learn it a bit more about it. But yeah, it was nice to see that. It was a uh, yeah, definitely. Lovely. It was um, yeah, yeah. It was really good to see some gameplay of it and a lot of gameplay too. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a pretty hefty amount. Um, and yeah, it's just nice to know, you know, just put put some gameplay to the title card for those sort of things. Yeah. Um, and now I can get quite excited for it because it does look pretty cool. Absolutely. And again, April April twenty two is really not that far away, and that game looks insane. Yeah. Um, that'll be a lovely like little graphical showcase. Yeah. Well, that that will. There's, there's a few. I mean, there literally is quite a lot coming out in the next sort of eight months that are graphically looking like a big step up. Yeah, from the, what we've had. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, no, I thought that looked really good. Um, what, what, what were your sort of vibes for Stalker Two? Yeah, I thought it looked really good. Um, I'm a big fan of like the big chunk of gameplay they showed. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm excited that it's obviously coming to Game Pass as well because I might I'm an R a little bit if it wasn't, but um, yeah, I'll definitely see how it goes. And it just looks interesting story wise as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We had as well, um, still at sort of the beginning of the show, we had um, Back for Blood, straight into Games Pass. That was a new announcement, which was pretty nice. I think that was maybe October as well. Yes, yeah, October. Game looks yeah. like it could be pretty cool. It looks still a bit rough around the edges, but I think it looks fun. Yeah, I think that game's got, you know, your sort of your mid, mid-70s mid written all over it. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to blow you away, but I do. That that is, without a doubt, going to be very fun to hop in and play with your mates. Yeah. Um, and there was the PvP mode, wasn't there? There was, the yeah, the monster which, which was cool. Which is always a bit yeah. of fun. Yeah, I actually, uh, I kind of respected that a lot. I thought that looked quite cool and quite fun. Yeah, you don't get that anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, no, it, it, it definitely looks, um, it definitely looks pretty cool. Uh, the more, uh, I had a moment where like, every time I saw that game, I thought it kind of looked worse and worse. But with the last couple of trailers, I feel I feel like it's actually kind of flipped around for me. I kind of feel like it looks better and better now mm. each time I kind of see it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's because I've now just set my expectations to not be too high. Like before, I was just like, oh, this better this better be the Left 4 Dead, but more that I've always wanted. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, you know, it's got that formula. It's a bit rough around the edges, but it looks fucking fun. 
And I think with that bar being naturally a bit lower now, mm. uh, I'm just more accepting to yeah. it. But um, I mean, it's, it's Turtle Rock. You love Turtle Rock. <laughs> I do love Turtle Rock. Bring back Evolve. <laughs> Give it to me. That's the campaign. Hashtag bring back Evolve. Yeah. This, uh, this PvP game mode will basically be when you Evolve. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> there you go. It's done. We had Sea of Thieves of Pirate's Life. That was such a fun fucking announcement. I don't know how they, surprise, how they managed it? to keep that under wraps. It's bonkers. Yeah. Um, and I will say as well, because they obviously did, um, they did a little extra gameplay trailer on the uh, extended showcase a few days later. And they're doing like another showcase this Sunday coming. Um, or this Sunday gone, depending whenever we upload this. Um, so there's, there's lots to show. And there was a lot in it, you know, other than obviously the fun stuff of um, Captain Jack and um, this squid man squid man was it David Jones Barbosa? oh Barbosa. I think it might be Barbosa. Uh, Captain Barbosa. and there's a few there's a few characters that are straight licensed out the film like even the lady like doing the um, like narration mm. uh, all of that yeah so that was just that was just so fun again like as an outsider if you watch that you're like what the fuck this is awesome I need um, I need to give this a go um, and there was a lot of content in there as well like there, there were like three new enemy types at least one of them will, could like board your ship yeah um, it looked, yeah all that stuff is cool it's been much needed in Sea of Thieves for quite a while yeah um, a couple of new bosses as well you obviously you saw Bob well we think it might be Bob <laughs> uh, and his ship and stuff like that for yeah, some the black pearl yeah. yeah and then you also saw the, the giant squid thing that was like a pet for someone yeah she called that in and that, that looked like it would be its own like boss fight as well yeah um, I wonder if it's just like a tall tale or like a series of it's like its own standalone I think it'll be like a series of tall tales yeah, like so it'll too. be like three or four chapters yeah um, but yeah it will definitely be quite interesting and I imagine that there'll be like roaming as well like maybe when you finish the tall tale you know you can you can stumble across the black pearl um, as like a roaming enemy yeah maybe like a megalodon or like a kraken or something like that um, but yeah, that, that definitely came out of nowhere. Just like, super fun. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have tried to role play these exact scenarios and see yeah. these already. Oh yeah. Um, and now they're just giving it to you in the form of a story and actual characters. And, um, and we're big Sea of Thieves fans and we're definitely going to hop on that and play it. And it's coming out in like a week as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's less than a week. So yeah. a few days now. Yeah. Um, there's another thing yeah another thing I didn't say actually at the beginning yeah like it, that's another thing about the show they did really well there was none of this showing stuff that's years out like the latest we saw for anything was le- late 22 with Starfield yeah that like, was like the bookend of the show everything else was before that yeah like 75% of it was like October or before yeah uh, and then yeah you had your, your a couple of 22 releases and stuff like that and then you know a couple that didn't even commit to a release window like Contraband but yeah um but yeah, no, yeah, that CFE thing just looks fucking fun, man. Yeah. It just it looks really, really fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited to, to dip in and play that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So other than that, the, the Project Typhoon was, was the next thing that came up. And that was obviously the, uh, that was contraband. And it did, you know, it was in partnership with Avalanche Games. So what we've spoken about before in previous episodes was accurate, thanks to all the, the lovely insiders giving us little teases um and it you know it, it was actually a bit of a banger of a trailer regardless of the fact that we didn't really see much or get an idea of what the game is uh, but it was like a co-op heist game that's what was kind of the trailer gave to us that it was a co-op heist game um yeah. i think heist games are fucking awesome you, we aren't we don't have enough of them um 
because we, we used to play payday back in the day but then the devs d- shot themselves in the yeah, foot and decided toxic it became toxic so yeah that was a bit I haven't played did they make a payday 3 they haven't made a payday no, 3 no, no, no. they just stopped supporting payday 2 on consoles for some reason um, and yeah there seems to be I think well, there, was, there was an article that went up by Windows Central and Jess Corden said it was like um, leaning into a lot of um, vehicular combat um, and I'm and that you can like shooting is a thing but it's used as like a last resort um, because you don't want to damage presumably the goods that you're carrying yeah. and I don't know if it's like PvPVE like yeah, there's other people in the game trying to steal it, but yeah, like um, every, everyone going for the same the same loot pool, mm. um, all fighting for it or something. Yeah, um, and if yeah. You, if, yeah. If you watch the trailer as well, there's like a couple of maps you see where there's like been routes planned out and stuff. So I don't know if there's like an element of like strategy to it as well. And almost a bit like in Rainbow Six Siege, where it like pulls out and you see the whole map and you see your spawn point, like kind of like that, and you like draw a line of like right, this is where we're gonna go. Yeah. Um, and like, do you have a car each, or do you like all get in the same car, or like do you have to do you t- take it to someone else and then you swap the loot over and get it out? Like I don't know. I think yeah. it's it's very unique. We spoke about this because we said like you know allegedly a lot of the teasers were saying it was its own thing, and like it does sound very unique. Um, so I mean you know hats off to them. Hopefully they can pull it off. It's it's hard to go for something um, like trying to ex- expand that co-op shared world. Um, uh, genre is quite <laughs> quite difficult yeah because it's no, just dominated yeah. by looter shooters essentially yeah for sure yeah yeah it's quite ballsy to sort of enter that genre uh, with something new um, and it, yeah it, it's it's really hard to, to it, really we could sit here and speculate what it's going to be all day yeah. I mean we, we don't know enough about all, it to get too all excited we know, yeah all we know is it's heist based um, and there's a focus on vehicle combat yeah. Um, probably more so than boots on ground, you know, or anything yeah. like that. So, but, um, it, but it's also like a 70s game, so it's not like, yeah. It's not like Mad Max where you like have shit attached to your, like all sorts of crazy shit on your car. That doesn't make sense. So, it, no. That's what, that's what makes me think, like, you know, do you just have boys in the back seat with guns or like, like maybe you get a turret attached to the back? Like, what, what is, what are the other elements of that? But, yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah, there wasn't enough to go by to get like really excited, but I'm into the idea. I'm really into like the the idea of it. And it's just like Xbox have like always been really good at sticking at like pushing and making like co-op and multiplayer games. It's the reason I stick with the platform really over everything else. Um, and you know, we just like even in that conference, we had Contraband and Redfall, like two new co-op games. I'm like, fuck yeah, and. and yeah. I, think, I think Redfall they were a bit more specific in saying you can play the single player but I feel like kind of contraband they described it as a co-op game yeah yeah um, for sure so but that's just yeah that's just sick to me man first party stuff like that you don't see AAA first party co-op games that's just not a thing really no yeah you definitely wouldn't see it on Playstation no. um, yeah it's, it's definitely the reason yeah we stuck with Xbox and you know have been on Xbox ever since um and I talk to people who own PlayStations and stuff like that, and they say the same thing. Like they, they always say, like if I had friends to play with, and if I was a bit more multiplayer focused, I'd, I'd get an Xbox. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't do that sort of thing. I'm a kind of a single player sort of gamer, and yeah. it makes sense if you're that type of player to have a PlayStation because they they do excel a little bit more uh, in that regard than Xbox. But yeah, yeah. We're, we're absolutely social gamers. I mean, we love the idea of a co-op game. Um, or just multiplayer games in general, yeah. Um, and this is what this is what 
I've said it before, but this is like it's just again leaning into that kind of like game pass element of it. They they must have uh, you know a, a number of metrics that, are, that they have access to, to, and they must be seeing that like when one person goes on a co-op game, like a group of people tend to go on these co-op games together yeah. on Games Pass because you know it can be a pain like convincing a group of friends to like dump a certain amount of money. Like cause if one of you's on the fence about it, or maybe one of you's you know less in a less viable financial position, or yeah. You know, it just turns one download into four, doesn't it? Yeah, it's totally, and it's just yeah, it removes that kind of guilt element, you know, around you know, it's something like buying buyer's remorse, like you buy it because your friends bought it, and then you're like, actually, I'm not too hot on this, which we've all had, yeah, which we've all had exactly, and so like, I just think it, it's kind of a perfect combination. I'm not surprised they're making. It's not like they're making excessive co-op games. We know there's loads of single player games on the horizon. You know, Perfect Dark, Fable, Avowed. Um, you know, the list goes on and on, uh, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm just impressed with that that uh, the way they're leaning with that. But, yeah, yeah, that's so yeah. that's cool, cool, cool. Yeah. There was some more Game Pass stuff. Uh, we had things like uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and we saw the first um, we saw some of it for the first time, which was one of the developers of Play Dead, who made Inside and Limbo. Uh, we saw that I think what else was it? Party Animals, which kind of looked like Gang Beast, but with animals and a bit. That looked fun. That did yeah. look fun. Um, we saw some more gameplay of 12 minutes. I think we got release date as well, which we didn't have before. Which, which is... Tw- oh, that's the James McAvoy one, isn't it? James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and William Defoe. Yeah. Yes. I don't know how the fuck they swung that. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's mad. Because I think the publisher is Annapurna. Is Anna- I think it is. Um, and they're like a... They're a film uh, publisher first, and they've just moved into games now. And I've said before, Annapurna, I really like all their stuff. They're, they're really good as a publisher at least the stuff that they put out um, and it looks really interesting and really cool um, so yeah I mean all of that you know all of that's obviously Games Pass so it's, you know can't really can't complain about any of that mm-hmm. uh, we saw some Battlefield 2042 as well mm, big game we guys. yeah as ah. we predicted what did you uh, what did you think Battlefield 2042 deck yeah I think it looks cool I think it looks very cool I think a lot of people are quite impressed with how it looks um it was cross-gen as well, wasn't it? I think it, I think it was. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because there's been some sense. like questioning about how they're going to handle these really big lobbies on Xbox One, and like if, oof, I imagine that's going to be running on like 500p, you know, four eighty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks very cool. You know, too, I haven't played a Battlefield game in bloody ages, but um, and it doesn't it doesn't particularly look like it's doing anything hugely new. I think like the weather effects are. But it's just more of what they already did, in, you know, in, in in 2042, and that's kind of okay with me as someone who hasn't played Battlefield much. Um, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, it looks good. It looks like an absolute blast with friends. So I'm. Um, yeah. They are going to have to justify, find a way to justify in the coming months the seventy or sixty pound, seventy dollar price tag. I yeah. think you know, there's got to be a lot of maps. You know, there's got to be a lot of customization, a lot of progression, this, that, and the other. I don't want to fucking see a battle pass. I'm usually a battle pass apologist. I think they're fine. I think they work well. I think they're like the healthiest balance we found between like the freemium microtransactions and the paid model. Um, but they can't have that. If they're going to charge full price, they need to be really skirt that line really carefully. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think you know we're we're um, our friends are looking to sort of maybe get that as the time approaches if it if it can keep up its its momentum because it, it, yeah it looks it looks really good. Yeah, it's just it's just bigger and better, isn't it? It's uh, it's not doing anything too too new, um, as you said. Um, but it just it just looks really bloody fun and really yeah. chaotic and yeah. really just awesome. And it will look great as well. It'll be a nice graphical showcase. Um, 
and uh, yeah, the the whole the whole battle pass thing. Um, yeah, they definitely shouldn't have something like that. It's very risky to play with a full price game. Um, I think they could they could sweeten the deal if they say you know all future like added content, um, whether it be like new vehicles or new maps or new guns, that should all be free. I feel if you're dropping a pretty full price tag on it, just like yeah. free free future updates. Um, you know, because you've got some amazing free to play multiplayer shooters, and like Infinite also being one, um, Halo Infinite. Uh, and it's it's very competitive, and I think it's justify that sixty five pound price tag. I don't think it's too much to say like you know future content updates are going to be free. I think games no. do that anyway, right? Um, so I think that that could sweeten the pot a little bit. Um, but the way it's looking, and um, yeah, sort of having a blast with my mates and playing that with my friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not too fast dropping a. Uh, a price, a price tag on that yeah. right now. But. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. As we move closer to October, I'm going to be looking at the things that are coming. You know, I was like, for the next month, that's free. There's Halo, the you know maybe the month after that, that's free. And I'm just kind of like, is it? Do I need to spend that much money when I know there's other games going to be competing for my attention at that time? Whereas I just wouldn't have that remorse if uh, if it was free, you know. And it's just like that's kind of the problem with multiplayer games because they're such time sinks. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Um, I, I think a lot of people are impressed with what they've seen and they want to be sold on the on the price tag, to be honest. They're looking to be sold on it. Yeah. But it is... Um, it's hard. I, but, I, yeah, I think... You know, I don't inherently have a problem with just multiplayer games. I think that's a really cool idea because it pushes the idea of the amount of budget and the amount of stuff that goes into the game. And you can tell because the game looks ridiculous. The amount of tech that's obviously you know going on there, that's a full budget. Yeah. Um, but you know they need to sort of be able to convince the public that the, the free to play model isn't the only way <laughs> to do multiplayer games at the moment because it's just you by comparison people are going to look at the market and be like well there's so many free black games I could play here that aren't that are going to give me that they're going to scratch the same itch maybe you know so yeah. who knows people are going to be watching it with uh, an eagle's eye aren't they see like like how many maps yeah exactly how many guns do you have yeah, like yeah, how yeah. many like equipment all this sort of stuff people are going to be watching that very closely um and yeah that game's going to be constantly getting weighed up um with with value and whether or not i should buy it or not um so they do have a tough road ahead of them but uh right now it looks it looks pretty pretty bloody cool yeah definitely definitely The other thing I wanted to move on to as well was Psychonauts 2. Um, we did see it, we got a new trailer for Psychonauts 2, and then there was a quite a good little breakdown from Tim Schafer in the extended showcase as well. Uh, thoughts on our new sort of bits and bobs of Psychonauts 2? Uh, I am loving the look of Psychonauts 2. Um, and if you go back to previous episodes, you'll see me very lukewarm on mm. that game. Yeah. Um, go, going back uh, some, some months. Um, I'm just like, yeah, it's a platformer, you know, sure, it looks quite wacky, I'll probably play it. Yeah. But like, I don't know, I've seen the extended showcase and the trailer and more on it. Every time I see that game, it looks more and more fucking awesome to me. Yeah. Um, I still don't think it's gonna, you know, for, for, for me, it's not that sort of like, it's on my list, 9 out of 10, must have sort of game. But... Yeah, I don't know. It, it looks really fun and just looks really creative and cool. 
Yeah. And it's definitely one of those games where as you're playing it, you'll just be like, what am I seeing right now? <laughs> like, this is so cool and yeah, awesome. Yeah, and yeah. They're, they're like, really, you can tell the devs just... They're just having fun with it. They can do whatever they want with it. They can yeah. be as wacky as they want, and it's pretty clear that's that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and it looks crisp, man. The environments look amazing. They the do the, the really lighting good, yeah. looks so good. Uh, and it just looks it looks crispy. A lot of the like, combat looked fun as well. Like yeah, yeah. those different psychic powers. Um, yeah. The jumping, the combat, it all just looks nice and crisp. It doesn't look. Um, yeah, it doesn't look janky or anything. Um, no. Yeah, the more and more I see that game, the more and more I like it. And I'm actually really looking forward to uh, yeah. playing it now. I think that, yeah, hopefully, because like we said before, Psychonauts 1 was a bit of a cold classic. I, have a, I, I do want to kind of go back and play it. It's just it's just not a priority on my backlog at the moment. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's cold classic because it didn't sell a huge amount, but its critical reception was really good. Like I said before, it's it's somewhere but in the 80, 89 or 90 range on Metacritic. I can't remember. Um and I think, you know, with this one, getting the budget that it has, looking as clean as it does, going straight to Games Pass, I think they might double fine. This might be, I don't want to call it their breakout hit, because they're critically a very good studio, but commercially, it could be a big breakout for them. Um, so yeah, I'm dead excited to see more. Yeah, I think that game's going to be, um, it's going to be, it's, I think it's going to be really good. And it's it's only enhanced on Series S and X. It's not good. It is going to PS4. And that's how you play on PS5. Oh, I see. So you download the it's not, getting, it's not getting an enhancement treatment for yeah, PS5. Exactly. So it is going to be like indisputably the best place to play on Xbox. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you can still play on other platforms. But yeah, I know I'm in agreement with you. It, it looks better every time I see it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It looks cool. And it doesn't look like too much of a uh, a commitment to my time either. You know, you just sort of hop on, you know, eight, nine hours later, you're probably seeing the credits or something. I don't really know how long those games tend to be. Because um, it's not a full a full price shindig like how much is it if it goes onto playstation are they yeah no idea i would imagine it'd be somewhere around like the 35 range or something yeah i think so i can't i can't imagine it it, being a full price it has had like a big budget increase since double fine got acquired because they just like pumped money into the game yeah to help them and they delayed it like obviously time and time and time again to make it look as good as it does now yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. But obviously, not a problem for us because hashtag Games Pass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, it looks awesome, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing that. Definitely. Um, we also had Hades um, coming to other platforms that isn't a Nintendo Switch, uh, coming straight to Games Pass. I don't know if that was just an announcement just for Xbox. I don't know if there's now some time exclu- exclusivity on Xbox as well. I really don't know, but at the very least, uh, it's coming straight to Games Pass. Games Pass, which is really good because I think the hardcore crowd are going to really enjoy that as well. Mm, yeah, um, I, th- I think I might hop back and play play that. That's I've dumped so many hours into that game on my Switch. It's, yeah. it's kind of scary. Um, it's such a good game. And for anyone who hasn't played it, I I could not recommend it more. Um, yeah. I think it should have got Game of the Year last year, to mm. be brutally honest. Uh, I know it was like a tie between that and a couple other things. I think, I think of Last, Last of Us 2 won in the end. Yeah, yeah, Hades yeah. 2 did take a lot of um, awards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, and yeah, uh, on Games Pass, like anyone who hasn't played that, just whack it on download. It's it's so good. It's um it's a kind of the perfect game for quick resume. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, and not just as a podcast, Rob. I mean that literally. Like you know, you could just be playing something. You got fifteen minutes to spare. Click on it. Boom. Start yeah. a run. You need to go quick. Resume out. Like you, do you know what I mean. Whereas on the Switch, it's like a bit of pressure to finish the run you're doing. Yeah, and you don't have to. Like you can obviously pause it, but you don't want to 
Yeah, because you can pause the run itself. You can just press start and it yeah. comes up with your menu, resume, quit, run, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, then you can go and play something else with your mates and then just resume hop back, back and run. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it kind of almost works as like a a switch almost in, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in that regard. A, an undockable, uh, an unportable switch, sorry. Um, but yeah, that was cool, you know. I've played it before and I'm still excited that's that's coming. Yeah. Um, that'll do, that'll yeah. do really well. Just, just a good deal to strike. It's a perfect yeah. game to pass game. That'll get so many downloads, I think. I feel that game. Yeah. That game will be downloaded across the globe on Games Pass. Absolutely. And then we had The Big Boy. The Big Boy. Halo Infinite finally got its multiplayer reveal. Uh, we did get a little a little sort of campaign bit, which I don't feel people are speaking about enough because I thought it was really good. It actually, like, maybe a little bit emotional watching it. <laughs> like, I was just, the music direction is just fucking perfect. Like, all the yeah. animations on Chief is really good. I think all of the bits and bobs they're doing with the story threads are, like, just really clever and really good because, like, we, we've said it before, but, like, nobody envies being 343 on any aspect of the multiplayer design or the campaign design. It's just, it's hard to get it right with the franchise, which is is Halo um, and I just think it all looks really really good um, and John is sounding old <laughs> and I'm kind of it's because obviously because the voice actor is getting older but um, whatever his name is uh, I can't remember but uh, yeah it, it's also that campaign bit was sounding really really good to me um, and then the multiplayer thoughts uh, yeah the the multiplayer that that me coming into that almost sounded like I was going to say something negative. Um, the multiplayer looked amazing. It it was it was the highlight of, of E3 for me, which I didn't think it would be. No. Um, I thought with with everything we were kind of expecting to see, I didn't think a multiplayer reveal for Halo would would take take the biscuit for me. Yeah. Um, but it just looked so good, man. It just it it, it looked like the perfect blend of just old school and new as well um very very reachy vibes um mm. you know and then the armor yeah and the, armor the, the uh, yeah and the armor looks so good yeah thank you my god the armor looks good i mean we we've this weekend with the hype of halo we've cut we've actually been playing some halo 5 again <laughs> we played some reach as well just the sort of games that would sort of yeah encapsulate the most of what halo infinite would yeah. be and two anniversary as well <laughs> yeah and two anniversary um and yeah the, the armor in five is is so poopy i mean for, for, for anyone who likes it <laughs> fucking fine but it's just oh like 70 like percent of the armor in halo 5 is garbage and it just looks weird it's just all it just, over the place it just looks like they were trying way too hard it's almost like they got the ps5 designer in to help with it yeah it just looks weird it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty good one wasn't it? yeah um i think yeah. it's because they were leaning into like that promethean design language a little bit which was you know a bit more angular and a bit more yeah. weird <laughs> yeah I, I i feel like so much of the armor in halo 5 could look good and then they just decided to stick more things on it. Yeah. It was just like a really cool chest piece. And they were like, I'll just stick like eight grenades on his chest. Yeah. Now. It's just like, now it just looks weird. And some like, pasta and some paper mache. Yeah. Get some macaroni on his shoulder. Yeah. But like, um, but yeah, so the, the armor was really cool. Um, the gameplay looked sick. Loved all the, all the equipment. Um, I thought that looked really cool. Just sort of one time use outplay potential. Love that. Uh, especially in a shooter with a, with a with a TTK like Halo, yeah, um, I think that will work really really well. Um, Battle Pass, amazing, love it. Like it's a free mm. multiplayer. Chuck that in. I'm happy for it. You can go between 
any battle pass you want in the future. Um, so you don't miss out on any content. Um, you can go back and level up previous ones. I wonder if you can um, buy them retrospectively. Uh, what do you mean? Like, if you've missed Season 1 and you didn't buy the Battle Pass and it's now Season 2, can I go back and buy Season 1 Battle Pass? Ooh, I don't know. I think you still have to buy at the time. Hmm, I, th- I, I, I think it's just a case of, yeah... If, if you if have you, it and don't finish it. Yeah, exactly. For, for for the people who did buy it with the intention of finishing it and then found out they couldn't, you know, we all we all have adult things to do. Sometimes we can't just sit down and game all day. Yeah. Um, they give you that option that you, you won't miss out on that content that you bought. Hmm. You can go back and complete it whenever you want. Um, but I still think you have to buy each one um, then and there. I, I think yeah, I, don't, I don't see the benefit of that. That's not me knowing. No, that's no, just, no, no. I, I know. I, yeah, no. I get what you're saying. The thing because I like a, a big thing that they like said and that people have been like happy about is that this new battle pass system like removes the FOMO, you know, like the fear of missing out. Um, yeah. For me, that's not necessarily that. Like for me, the thing that pisses me off is when it's too grindy and I've bought something and now can't have it. Yeah, I think that's really stupid. Like I don't like that idea at all, and so I feel like pressured to finish what I started to get my money's worth even though I really shouldn't but it's just you know it's just it's just the psychological tactics of what a battle pass is so and I think it kind of undermines that a little bit it's like well you have to okay maybe you can't play much this month because you've got adult things to do well you have to log in and just spend a tenner anyway now and it's just like that kind of undermines it a little bit it's like I don't see why you're going to get people's money if you're just able to go like season one, two, three, look at all the shit you can get in them. Do you want to buy one retrospectively? Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of makes It'll sense. It'll keep you playing either way. You know, they're, not so. lo- they're not losing out on money, are they, at the end of the day? If it costs £10 and you buy it then and then you're like... Maybe there's a sale by season in three. the season. That would yeah. work as well. Yeah, like, potentially. If it's 10 now for the season and it's 15 later, like that's what they're yeah. going for because they want to incentivize you to play it, which makes sense. Yeah. Um... It, it definitely makes sense um, because yeah yeah season one you didn't buy it but season three um, you're like oh I kind of fancy doing season one but I never bought it you know they're still they're still getting the money out of you regardless of if you bought it back then or bought it now yeah so the model itself it yeah it definitely should be like that I just don't know if it is and it yeah. makes sense so now that I think about it I would actually say that that probably is how it works yeah but... I think it's kind of stupid if it doesn't now that I think about it yeah, I, yeah, uh, it just it just undermines the whole idea of it, you know. So don't don't yeah, feel too much time pressure. It's, it's you flexibility. Know. We want you to yeah. buy it if you want to buy it and complete it at like your own pace. And yeah, yeah. it's it's we'll we'll take your money, but we'll be fle- <laughs> we'll be flexible about it as well. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not like take your money and then just start a fucking stopwatch. Yeah, you better get going. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. that is literally how it feels. I like want to play an Apex. That is really how. There are times where I have it and I'm literally like, I want to play something else, but I'm like. But I need to do my dailies, and you know sometimes that can take like an hour. I'm like, well, now there's not enough time to boot up a single player game. Like, whereas if I just, if that wasn't the case, then I would just be chill about it. And it'd be like, yeah, there's cosmetics that I want to get, and I'll definitely work towards them when I have the time to sit down and play. But I don't want that to feel like it's eating into my time to do other stuff. Otherwise, I've wasted my money. Yeah. Um, and I've seen stuff saying, I've always spoke about this before. Of like, this is already having kind of reverberations into other shooters where people are saying especially for Apex people are saying they want this kind of system in other games so I think this is really cool I love it when we have like landmark moments like this in games well I mean maybe I'm being a bit preemptive but when things happen and then other companies follow suit because it's just a good idea and I'm not even just talking about monetization you know like when Apex came about from a gameplay perspective you know there was like respawns like the whole jump master thing 
all battle royales have now like got a respawn mechanic like in them to bring people back in it's just you get things like that yeah yeah um and i yeah so i mean i'm hoping that it's as good as it sounds and that if it is other developers pick up on it because um you learn a lot of goodwill and it probably won't hit your bottom line that much yeah yeah uh, it's a bit more ethical if you ask me but yeah yeah um so yeah i mean in terms of the reveal i agree because we also had the like the little overview the day after didn't we as well mm-hmm. um, and we they, kind of just talked a bit more about the trailer we saw and we watched that trailer so many times yeah, we, we dissected it. a lot of everything they said yeah, anyway. I, I've seen it so many times um, um, yeah. I think yeah I think a lot of it is looking really cool I'm, yeah, I'm loving the sort of equipment um, approach I'm loving the new weapons that they're showing as well that giant what was it called the spike oh the or spear with the physics yeah yeah, yeah and that they just so like cool. speared a, a warthog off the edge of the map and they yeah. grapple jacked onto a onto a uh, wasp yeah yeah um, yeah that looks good um, yeah I'm just good I'm just really excited about it man it's such a turnaround I haven't seen like really any negativity um, other than like obvious trolls <laughs> about Halo this year which is so weird I didn't they, they've done the impossible, really, if you ask me. You know, they turned people with that bit of campaign footage. There was, like, a very small, like, pan over the open world in-game, like, yeah. just before they showed that. And again, that looked beautiful. Looks so much better, yeah. yeah um, I mean, just the overall look of everything looks far better, didn't it? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just all the guns in hand and how everything looked. It looked so much better than when they showed it at the previous E3. So yeah. they've definitely... Uh, yeah, they've definitely taken that to heart and um, made the you most know, of what people year. said. <laughs> yeah, really tweaked a lot of stuff um, just to make it, yeah, look look really good. Um, yeah, that's something I kind of forgot forgot to mention is it did actually did look so much better than when we last saw it as well, yeah, just graphically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is which is nice. Um, I didn't even think it looked that bad before, but no. now I've seen this, I'm just like, cool. Even better. Yeah, maybe we should kick up a fast as a community more often. <laughs> Got a way better looking game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's that return to like the physics, the physics-based gameplay and all of that. Yeah, I'm just buzzed about it, man. Because, I mean, we... A lot of people were feeling good from a gameplay perspective after seeing what we saw last year. Um, and it's just been a continuation of that into multiplayer. You know, there are some elements of Halo 5 that I'm sure people that aren't, aren't too happy with. There's like, you know, there's like aim down sights, light... But there's also like zooming we saw, which is kind of like, you know, more of a classical Halo thing. There is sprint, but there is that return to like, you know, equipment um, and uh, sort of the more sandbox style with that. Uh, so, yeah, um, definitely interested. I'm really excited to see, to see more of it because we didn't actually see, like we saw a good amount, but like not that much like we don't know everything about Halo Infinite you know we they gave us an idea of the customization and that looks really detailed really good yeah um, we know the announcer is back to make everyone's pants wet oh the personal AIs personal that AIs was cool. yeah that, that was, was very cool a lovely little addition great touch I think yeah. I think that'll be um, I mean I don't know how many there'll be and I'm sure that's the sort of thing they'll add and they'll put those in battle passes and stuff like that oh don't they, doubt like, for it, sure yeah. Uh, and I think some of them will get really wacky and funny. I'm no doubt we'll probably see some celebrity appearances yeah, for yeah, some yeah. of those. Let's get Terry Crews in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the crossovers awesome. they could do, like from other Xbox game studios. That'd yeah, be exactly. Awesome. That's what I'm saying. You could have like a fucking like a Marcus Phoenix or something. Like yeah, that. that'd be like, so ah, just yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, there's definitely there's a lot of potential there, and I think it's a really cool touch just to add to the customization. Um, Maybe. Just when you thought you couldn't customise anymore. They're yeah. just like, hey, have a voice in your head. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. I've only yeah. now got two voices in my head. 
yeah, that was cool. That was very cool. So overall, really impressed. I mean, I'm, I'm probably in agreement with me. I think it probably did steal the show, and I steal the show, and I really wasn't expecting it to um, at all. I just think it looked really fucking fun, um, and it looked graphically quite impressive as well. Um, so, and they, they, although no firm release date yet, was a no. They just committed to holiday 2021, didn't they? Mm. That's all they said. Um, so yeah, you'd like to think like November, mm. something like that. Um, I'm gunning for December. Because it's either so, like we have spoken previously on the show about the idea of it possibly popping up in September, but I just feel like that's. I guess it's not impossible, but if if October's looking packed, September there were some things coming, you know, nothing huge. So that would maybe be a good month, but it would give the team a bit less time. And whereas if we've got like Battlefield, which is already like an Xbox marketing deal, I don't think they're going to be want to be cannibalizing each other's sales. So that's not going to happen. November, they've got Forza coming out. Um, and I mean, they could release Halo and Forza in the same month. I feel like the Games Pass model makes it less punishing to release games in the same month just because people can swap and pick and choose. You know, they don't have to spend yeah. 70 quid and be like, I need to play this now. Plus, I need to get plus my money's just, worth. They're so different as well. They like, are. You could, you could say the same about cannibalizing for Battlefield and Halo and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't think someone's going to be like, well, Forza 5's out. Fuck Halo. You know, like I feel like people will find time for mm. both, and depending on your mood, is what you play and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It is hard to say. You, you do want to give everything their their spotlight a little bit. Yeah, you know, it still you... needs breathing room. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, it's Halo. You know, it's uh, so yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm I'm feeling December. I'm vibing for sort of December that, and that would be that'd be a good time for them. There, I haven't. There weren't any releases. I don't think over E3 that were December. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there a reason that that publishers avoid December? I don't know. I mean, I feel I like that'd be a good time. Either. You know, maybe they anticipate, and also it gives the, you know just a couple of extra months for the stock. for some stock to come back. Um, by Christmas, there's probably going to be a big push for that. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. And there was obviously flighting as well. Um, wasn't there beta, beta testing? For instance, uh, you can sign up for. Yes. So go do that. That was nice as well. Go do that if you want to do that. We've already done it. I, yeah. need to, I still need to do it. <laughs> still need to do I haven't it. done it yet. <laughs> oh, well, I've done it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just allows you to, yeah, kind of get first come, first serve on a very early build. Um, and yeah, you can yeah. just just go do it. I'm pretty sure you can just go to halowaypoint.com uh, and they ask you a few questions and stuff like that. You know, bank details, pin number, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, looks cool. I think we're all in agreement that Halo looked pretty damn sick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, um looking good um, two other cool things uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected coming to Xbox and also a Plague Tale Requiem a sequel to the first the first Plague Tale um, and we, there was an announcement in the extended showcase of the first Plague Tale getting a, um, a Series X and S enhanced edition yes um, so Plague Tale getting big ups I think because the makers of that are Sobo Studios they're the guys who made uh, Flight Sim as well um, they're in like a 10 year partnership with Microsoft at the moment so I think they're just like yeah let's Let's stay chummy. And Requiem's launching straight into Games Pass, which is sick. Yeah. The first one was so good. Um, so that's really exciting for me. I don't know if that got a date either, actually. Maybe that no, was just 2022 or yeah. no date at all. I'm not sure. I don't even think they dropped a date. No. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, if they did, I have a feeling it was just 2022. Like I don't even think they probably would have said like a season or a time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, they, they definitely look pretty hype. Uh, I haven't played them, but uh, I have watched a playthrough of of the uh, Plague Tale, the first one, because mm. I wasn't sure if it's the sort of game I wanted to play and commit time to. And it's it's a really it's it's one of those games that's actually really good to watch a playthrough of. I feel uh, there are some games you you can you can do that on, and I think those sort of very story driven narrative games are actually quite good for watching playthroughs sometimes. Um, and yeah, it, it, it looked it looked pretty cool. Uh, it's nice to see that get a sequel. Um, yeah, it's, and, it's a nice uh, yeah. new IP, and it's like French. Well, I mean, they obviously don't speak French, but it's like a you know French based game. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is quite nice. I can't couldn't even tell you the last um, like culturally French game I played. No idea. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, and Diablo two looked sick as well. That looked very cool. That was actually one of our friends. Uh, biggest hype moments yeah, wasn't biggest, it yeah definitely um, especially when he, we all saw the 8 player co-op option yeah um, we all kind of creamed a little bit um, yeah it looks cool man um, we we love Diablo 3 huge fans of Diablo 3 um, and this looked pretty good like graphically it looked very very nice you know some animations mm. were a bit jank and stuff like that but um, you know you could say that going back to playing Diablo 3 as well you know, sometimes you're just doing weird stabby animations <laughs> and lightning flies everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if it's essentially just more Diablo, I'm kind of okay with that. And yeah. the gameplay co-op is obviously really, really welcome as well. Um, it could be, definitely be a lot of fun. I know Diablo 2, it does have, like, it's considered one of the greats in terms of the looter genre. It's considered, a lot of people consider it to be better than Diablo 3, even with all the Diablo 3 updates. Um, weird that. Because I, I, I definitely had a glimpse at the... Um, uh, the uh, I definitely had a, <laughs> I definitely had a glimpse at the look of the skill trees on Diablo two. Yeah, and I have to admit there was only like there was only like eight squares there. There really wasn't that many. Yeah, um, I mean maybe there is, maybe we're missing something there. It might be I, it, it might just work a bit differently. Yeah, I, I, I guess it will. Um, but yeah, Diablo three there was a lot to do. Um, Plus the skill trees were never really the big part of Diablo. Was it? It was that it was kind of the loop. Yeah, I guess so. Because essentially, I mean, the stuff that you were just unlocking in Diablo three was just, oh, here's access to your next skill. Here's access to your next skill. When it was just that was kind of it. Yeah, yeah like they, they did alter the skill. You had three variants per skill, and they altered the skill. And then obviously the weapons went into those. Um, yeah, all, into all those alternate skills and stuff like that. And that's obviously how you made the build. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely did look pretty fun. Um, and uh, that's definitely something we'll be playing. Um, Diablo 2 so that looked, that, looked, that looked pretty damn cool yeah sorry for giggling there we just have like four we have the showcase running in the background um, <laughs> and Forza Horizon came up and my fucking jaw was on the floor because I just forgot how good it looked the Forza yeah. Horizon 5 <laughs> yeah that did oh, look God. absolutely amazing yeah oh, his God. jaw was it she just dropped it distracted me a little bit <laughs> I was like, that's ridiculous anyway we'll get around to that but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So I thought those were two really nice announcements. We had um, again all Games Pass. Diablo two wasn't actually; it was one of the three that wasn't uh, Games Pass, which doesn't surprise me because it's bl- uh, Blizzard, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yep. Um, Slime Rancher two. The first one was a good. It was a Games Pass hit, so that's cool as well. Atomic Heart was that? That was a Games Pass announcement, which was I, I had no idea about. That's <laughs> cool, man. I don't know if everybody is yet. Is it's, it like a first person shooter? It's it's like a, it's an RPG first person shooter. I, I I believe it's RPG. Um, yeah, that looks great. Like we we saw that quite a while ago, and it's just been dead silent. And I have to admit, I did not think we'd see um, that again. 
And I feel like uh, you haven't gone back and watched the trailer. I feel like you should. Because there was some pretty looks wacky. There was some pretty cool stuff in there. It definitely looks like a really cool game. Um, it, it's it's one of those ones which is quite hard to see. Uh, how hard, uh, It's quite hard to tell how well it will do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely has some potential to it. It's yeah. uh, it looks wacky and cool and post-apocalyptic and um, yeah, yeah. I was I was quite happy to see a trailer from that and to yeah. know it still existed. Um, so that was cool. Yeah, for sure. Very nice. We also had uh, in in the lieu of other sort of AAA third-party games, Far Cry Six. Although Far Cry Six seemed to make an appearance at, at every fucking show. Yeah, it was everywhere. It's crammed down our damn throats. Which I think they really made a mistake with because they just it just was getting a bit fatigued. It became a bit me, me. Literally, the whole internet was just like, and Far Cry Six was at every single bloody stage. Spoiled it a bit as well because I think it looks quite good. Um, I'd like to see sort of a bit more of it. You know, I think Giancarlo Esposito is is a fucking fantastic actor so yeah. I don't doubt that, that that part of it is going to be really good um, but I would like to just see a bit more because we just saw the same trailer like seven times over yeah. E3 I feel um, so I don't know it feels a bit weird to be asking for more when we saw when I saw so much of it but mm-hmm. um, I think it looks it looks good um, I don't know if I'd be buying it that's obviously one of the few that's not coming straight to Games Pass so for me, that's as someone who hasn't played Far Cry since four. That's kind of a wait, wait and see. If it does well, I would be interested. Yeah, if it has co-op, does it have co-op? I don't know. I don't. Know. Those games live and die by co-op for us. Yeah, for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of know what you mean. I don't. I don't see any this any parallel universe where I'm ever dropping a price tag on that game. Mm. Um, and that doesn't mean say it looks bad. I just think there's so much else. Um, that's just fucking getting flung right into Games Pass so like that's kind of bottom of my barrel even if we were paying for these games that are coming to Games Pass it's still kind of bottom of my barrel Mm. Um, so yeah and it it looks fine Um, you know it kind of just looks like more Far Cry with a really cool villain it's just Far Cry isn't it yeah Um, nothing nothing in those trailers absolutely blew me away Um, but yeah solid solid game I agree. We also had the Grounded Shroom and Doom update, um, which is good. I'm glad to see Grounded still getting support. It's nice, I think, when... Because this is something that I don't think Obsidian would have been able to be pushing as much as they could if they now weren't part of Xbox. Mm. You know, it's kind of like there's like 15 people working on it or something, um, and it's getting loads of updates, and it it has a solid community. Um, It was quite popular on Steam for a while when it got its... um, When it came out for its 1.0... yeah, and it's just fun. I always quite enjoy seeing the trailers because it's just quite creative how they when they put stuff in, and obviously because you're tiny, it just and just how that interacts with everything. Yeah, um, I'm sure I'll hop back on it one day. Um, but it's you know I'm always, I'm always, I'm glad to see it's still going. Yeah, we also got an Among Us 15 <sighs> player lobbies um, update. I don't know if it, I don't know if that came with a release date for consoles. We all know it's coming. We all know it's going to be on Games Pass. Yeah, um, but again, still nice to see. Cool, fun party game. Nice. Yeah. There was a weird. There was that update for that sort of Octopath Traveler-looking game, which was Are You Then Chronicles, and then they showed the one which was coming in 2023, oh, and then gave so you confusing. Again, gave you a five-second snippet of the one that's coming in 2022, but nobody knows what the difference is between the two. But they showed more of the one that's coming later, later, yeah, yeah and less of the one that's coming soon, soon. <laughs> and 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I still don't know. I mean, the but game looks kind of cool. Yeah, yeah but... it, it looked cool. It had some had some very nice art style and graphics and um and yeah, the the the, the battle styles were almost like. It was quite weird the dimension they chose for the for for the battle styles because it's like it's almost like two D three D. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. in between both. You're like kind of behind your two D characters yeah. as they like fight something three dimensional in front of them. Yeah, it's weird um, and it looked really cool. Um, but yeah, very confusing and I don't know what which one I, I buy or not buy. Games Pass. Yeah, it's Games Pass, I guess. So <laughs> which one I download first? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and then a couple of big. So, well, I don't want to say big, but a couple of big boys. Yeah, one of them was replaced, which was that kind of pixel art side scroller, and a lot of people are kind of really vibing with that because it looks like uh, the last night, which was revealed a couple of years ago, which yeah. was this kind of cyberpunk uh, like pixel art side scroller, which looked amazing, but we've heard nothing about, and it's still in de- it's still in development, but it's just kind of been silent. And replaced looks really similar to this. You know, there is a lot of obvious compar- comparisons being drawn. Uh, but there, like the one thing in particular on it was like the animation work. Like towards the end, there was like a like John Wick esque fight scene where he was like yeah. using melee combat, and I think that probably was just a cutscene. But it still was an absolute like visual feast. Like um, it looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, looked very very cool. So I'm not surprised. You know, hopefully it's nice when games like that get a big kind of. Uh, you know, platform. Yeah, they get a big platform, but they get a big reception. I guess is what oh, I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like, "Well, what was that?" Um, so yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that, that did look that did look cool. And uh, I, again, I'm not sure of release date or anything. Um, no, I can't actually remember. I, I think but, it's 2022, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and then sort of in the again, sort of more parallel to Cyberpunk, we had the Ascent, and we've heard about the Ascent for a while. We heard about this first back in the May showcase last year, so before last year's. Uh, Xbox conference The Ascent is that cyberpunk sort of uh, action RPG a bit twin stick shootery um, that looks really good the more I see of it the more I'm kind of interested I am that like graphically it looks really good it's four player up to four player co-op there are like abilities there's loot um, I mean yeah I've, I've been yapping on about this for a while haven't I but we, we only saw a bit more this time so what yeah. what do you think about The Ascent um yeah, I, th- I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, we we we've seen some more gameplay of it over the, over this weekend, obviously. Um, some stuff that was older as well that I hadn't seen um, prior to that. Just from sort of hype of it, I kind of wanted to see a little bit more. Yeah, um, I'm still a little bit unsure about it, to be honest. Um, really cool idea. Um, I think it it looks really nice, and uh, the idea of having like a full blown RPG sort of in a twin almost like a twin stick shooter kind of way is like you don't really see that too often those games almost come out quite half-baked sometimes and they're quite they're not very long they're not like full-scale rpgs done in that sort of format and that sort of style Mm. um you know we haven't had a glimpse at any of like the skill trees and how progression works or anything like that so much so yeah uh, i think once i see that um you know that might sway my decision a little bit more um you know, a cover mechanic and that sort of thing is kind of cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it looks okay, but you know, for, for for me, the shooting, which is obviously quite a main element of it, is still just twin sticky and a bit arcadey. I don't think it's going to feel that great. And if that is a, a main aspect of combat, you know, it can be it can be a little bit worrying. But the uh, the, the the set 
of it, you know, where, where it's set and all that sort of stuff. It looks cool. But the, I mean, the, the way I think of it is that, like, um, if you think about what Diablo is and how that engages you, yeah. you're essentially just pushing buttons in a direction. At least with this, there's an element of aiming and firing. Because there, there were times where he was firing, like, aiming without firing. So I'm assuming RT is still fire. Um, so it's not just pushing the direction the gun goes off. And, like, there was reloading, so it's not just endless firing like usual twi- twin six shooters are. Um so, you know, I, I kind of just think of it that way because I think you can watch that and be like, this doesn't look like it's going to be engaging. Um, but I just feel like if I find Diablo engaging, which is that but less, I'm going to find this engaging because it's that, but I actually have to aim and use cover and stuff. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think it looks really good overall, but I, I can understand why you would watch it and be like, oh, this twin stick shooters are a bit dated yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah so yeah I don't I don't really I, under, I understand that but yeah it does it cool um, and yeah I'd like to see more of it but you know I'm reserving my f- full judgement for it but I mean it's out really soon isn't it it's out like next month I think it's like July 20th or something yeah July yeah so yeah it's out soon so yeah um, and obviously games pass so you know we're going to try exactly it's, uh, it's something I'll definitely play um, yeah looks cool it's great. Into the closing sort of 15 minutes of the show, we had sort of a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 knockout. We had kind of Age of Empires. We had an Outer Worlds 2 announcement. We had a flight simulator trailer and a, and a final date for release on console. We had Forza Horizon 5 official announced trailer, which is obviously releasing in just four months, five months in November. Yeah. And then we had a one more thing moment with Redfall, uh, which was Arcane's new game. Um... So that was pretty great. Obviously, Age of Empires, um, PC only at the moment. I was kind of hoping for a, a console announcement. Um, Screaming at the TV, might I add. Just No, just <laughs> quietly sort of thinking about it. Not really saying much. <laughs> not really letting it known that I want that, but I was thinking about it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I, in my head, they've said somewhere that that is something they're going to do. They just don't, it's not priority. And I, I feel like they have said that, but I, I can't give you a source unfortunately but i mean it looks cool i'm glad there's another age of empires being made it's obviously a real pillar ip um that i think should be a knockout and like an easy knockout for xbox as a platform you know as, as pc as well um the outer worlds 2 was arguably the best trailer of e3 oh yeah <laughs> it was a great trailer even even as a cgi one yeah just one from the fact that no one was expecting it no, awesome. yeah. like a sequel to a really cool game more hopefully more of a budget and more of a focus on it that game could be really really cool uh, and it could sort of branch out into its own sort of area because we were saying it needs to identify itself a little bit different than just a wacky fallout yeah 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 um, so hopefully it will do that um, and just the fact that the, the trailer was hilarious um, yeah and it wasn't taken there will seriously. be lens flare <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, yeah it's just really cool and really funny and unexpected um, that yeah. was actually a, a highlight of, me, of of the show for me to be yeah. honest even though it was literally just like a, a 40 second trailer it was yeah. just cool I mean this is I mean I know the trailer was done really well but this is what we were saying earlier of like there was a, there was quite a few good announcements in Contraband in like announcements that nobody expected or knew of well you know that we didn't know of Contraband Redfall and um, Outer Worlds 2 obviously they're all CGI but those are three new exclusives that just got announced kind of thing do you know, you know? so um, yeah. it is good content it's just like I wish I saw more in a good way you know there was plenty to feast on in the show but yeah yeah definitely a funny trailer I think Obsidian are really good with that and they're very self aware yeah 
the grounded yeah. team are the same with their marketing. Flight Sim, another first party game coming to Games Pass in a few months. That Series X only as well. Yeah. yeah. Series X and S, sorry. Yeah, looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's obviously a simulator. It has a niche player base. Uh, but okay. as a Games Pass, as a graphical showcase, here it is. Like, literally here it is. Um, did you hear? This is how much, how taxing the game is. It runs at 30 frames. It doesn't have a higher option. Oh, really? Yeah, just because of how, how taxing the game is. And um, yeah. Thankfully, you know, a flight sim isn't a game where you're really relying on frames that much. Yeah. You know, we're not talking like a shooter or a game with any element of combat. Um, so I really, there's no biggie for, for me, I don't think. But, um, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely boot up because I just want to see how pretty everything looks. <laughs> yeah, and it does look pretty. It's a screenshot. From, from what we've seen. Yeah, it's, it's a screenshot generator, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, yeah, so it's something you want to take pictures and make that your background. Uh, we used to do that with Sea of Thieves. I guess that uh, yeah. flight sim will probably be our new background generator. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah, really cool. You know, I'm not much of a sim guy myself, but I'll definitely hop on just to see, yeah, just how fucking great it looks. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. It's, it's nice that they did bother bringing that to console. You know, that, that kind of gives me hope that they will bring Age of Empires to console like with now Gears Tactics with Flight Simulator they've committed to sort of porting it over like doing it PC first but bringing it over afterwards like that's, yeah. like that's fine if that's what you need to do like they, you know, I understand that they want to build sort of a community on PC and if that means you can't co-develop these games fine um, yeah. that's fine um, and then Forza Horizon 5 obviously kind of we had suspected we have spoken about it in previous episodes we weren't the only ones to speak about it that it's probably Mexico um and you know to be launching as soon as it as it did was kind of a bit of a bomb drop <laughs> to be coming out just like the end of the year in November like just casually well, it was November 9th or something um, and the game looked absolutely ridiculous it's one of those cross-gen games that is I think Phil said beforehand it's built for the net, for next gen from the ground up and then it will be scaled back for the Xbox One yeah um, but I mean you can tell man you watch that on a 4K screen and it's it's absurd. <laughs> yeah. There was there were some points where we we were just convinced it was just like satellite footage, yeah. Right away, and then cars drove by on it, and we we're yeah. like, "Oh, oh, right, that's the game." Yeah, um, it looked it looked just insane, mm. just absolutely jaw dropping. I mean, we got back and played some Forza Horizon Four, yeah. as well recently, and that game still looks incredible. Yeah, um, like even now, and it just oh god, Forza Five is going to look so good. Um, and I, I, I do like those those games as well and I feel like I just need to give them a little bit more of my time and a bit yeah. more of a chance I agree because they are super fun and we've had a lot of fun over the last uh, well we've probably done a, a solid few few hours four hours on it or something yeah there's always stuff to do there's um, so much to do they're so yeah. packed and they're just they're just so eventful they just feel quite yeah it's exciting yet chill they've somehow struck a really nice balance of you can play it on, you know, leaning back in your sofa and just chilling out. Um, but it's also, you're, you're focusing and you are always doing something. It's not yeah. just like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird, but they, they are good. And um, they, it looks amazing. Yeah. They, they showed off sort of a very small slice of like a single player campaign. Cause I think in Forza Horizon 4, you're just kind of, the campaign is just a, 
an, an excuse to sort of take you round the different events. You know, it's like for, what was it called? Like the Forza Thent, Forza Thon or something. Festival. Festival, Horizon yeah, Festival. that's right. And, you know, she's like, go and do this, go and get loads of, um, it's not renowned influence, yeah. Um, and that worked absolutely fine because, you know, the, the map is crammed with stuff to do, not just races, you know, stunt drives and, um, some shit like hunts, you know, there's all sorts of fun stuff. Um, but in this one, so they showed off a little bit of single play, like very, very small slides where they were going through some like Mayan architecture, which looked really fun. I was thinking the other day, it'd be fun if you were like, if in one game you were like an archaeologist, you know, depending on where they set the game, and you just drove around, you know, they sort of gave you different like nice cars to so like literally just drive around to different like landmarks and you like race from one to the other, mm. and then you know, make up various reasons, you know, get there before the other journalists get there, you know, that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just silly shit like that. So that was cool. They obviously showed off sort of playing multiplayer, the shared world elements that Forza Horizon really excel at. Um, and then they showed the sort of uh, custom games. Forge Forge, Forge kind of thing. They, Forge they, in Horizon, confirmed. Yeah, they had their own name for it, but we just keep calling it Forge. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it was called, actually. But yeah, it, it's essentially just Forge for uh, Forza Horizon. And I really liked that. I thought that was fucking insane. Uh, and yeah. I think you can make some really, really fun and cool stuff with that. Definitely. Um, yeah, that was that was probably, you know, obviously the graphical inc- increase in it looking amazing. But I think apart from that, yeah, that was by far the, the best new addition to the game. What they're adding for me, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, it looks really cool, man. Definitely excited to give it a go again. Games Pass. I will. Um, I will for sure be giving it a go. Uh, maybe I could try and give this one a bit more of a go. I'll just have to not buy any battle passes in that month, and then I'll be all right. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we had Philly Spencer fucking looking jacked with, oh his, boy. with his Xbox 2020 shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he walked us through. It was a bit of a bit, this was also a bit of a power move as well. He came out and he was like, like flexing, like properly like flexing up his biceps, and he was like, <laughs> "Today we've showed you loads of." exclusives yeah. Starfield is exclusive we've got Doom we've got Elder Scrolls 6 yeah. we're proper on roids um, and he just he just kind of walked us through all the stuff they showed you know Outworlds 2 and he also spoke about stuff that's going to be coming um, and it's just a good like way to sort of summarise like holy shit like, look how much not we, we've shown you this year but also last year with Fable about Perfect Dark Everwild blah, 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 blah. Um, and also stuff that's to come and then obviously at that point of the show, we were pretty wasted and we were acting yeah. like animals and we were just slapping our thighs, one shouting one more, more thing. thing. We were like, one more thing! Yeah, and it always is. And it always, always is one more thing. I'm glad they have, they started doing that because um, they never used to. It's only like last year that I feel like they finally got it in their heads. They're like, people want that. Like, yeah. It's just so much fun. Yeah, like, yeah. And always put something in there that no one expects because then you leave on that kind of, man, that was so cool. Like, even if it was a bad show, you kind of, it's that kind of recency bias. Yeah. Um, and that recency bias, obviously, in this case, was um, a CGI trailer for Arcane's new uh, open world immersive first boot, first person shooter sim <laughs> with co-op <laughs> Redfall. Um, and this was the vampire game we've been speaking about now. There has been a bit of like mixed opinion, mixed reception for this online. Like what? What were kind of your thoughts on on Redfall to close the show out? Uh, I thought it was a great way to close the show out. I thought it was a really hype moment, um, and I, I think it was a bit more hype for us because we were expecting it as well. Mm. Like we were just like, let's just see it. We know it exists. Let's see it. Um, so I guess it probably would have been more hype for people who just didn't know about it. Full stop. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a really great way to close the show. 
Um, I'm not surprised we didn't see any gameplay, obviously. Uh, 2022, this... though. Yeah, yeah I was slight. surprised to see a 22 yeah. uh, Lloyd's window, to be fair. And um, and yeah, it, it, it looked great. I mean, it did fall into the category I was talking about earlier, where I kind of had to look up the game to figure out exactly what it was. Um, but the overall, just like, yeah, the overall premise of everything and how it was presented did look really cool. And it just it just looked so arcane. And that mm. it, it just looked like a game they would they would make, and they're clearly I think, it's, it's clearly a bit of a passion project for them. I think the really thing cool. is, I think some of it is, but some of it isn't. And I think so. Like a lot of the reception I've read online has the, the stuff that is mixed is that it wasn't what people were expecting from Arcane at all. You know, okay. I, think, I think the trailer gave off some energy that was kind of like you know quite marvelly, quite quippy. You know, and now it's annoying because nowadays all anybody associate with which is what I call like good character writing by the way when characters actually speak to each other and engage because you never used to sort of like that doesn't always work out well but um, people just kind of associate that with like Fortnite like and it's just weird it's just like you know characters can speak without being gruff and like a thousand yard stare like oh I've seen things and like that is is okay (laughs) like we can have like positive characters um, instead of jaded fuck you know old ones like ex-vets yeah. um, so uh, there was like an element of people who were like who had either heard rumours of a vampire game from Arcane or hadn't heard anything that saw it and were like this is what I was expecting from Arcane um, so you know I think it was okay for us because we you know as I've said on the show today like we play a lot of co-op games and also I trust Arcane with my life yeah um and they made it very clear this game can be played solo or co-op. So people, you know, people a lot of the time, especially online, see co-op and they're like, oh God, yeah. <laughs> where's my next third person action adventure dark fantasy game? So I think a lot of people were like, oh, you know, I was expecting like a vampire dishonored. And we, we said the same thing in previous episodes, but that is kind of what we were expecting when we heard rumors of yeah. vampires. So it was a bit against what I expected, but for me, it was in a really positive way. Like, yeah, I think I think from from what we enjoy games, I think it's actually I prefer something like this over a Vampire Dishonored personally. Yeah, um, but obviously, yeah, we we have different tastes um, in games, but yeah, and I think um, I need people to remember, like, because a lot of people are like, oh, how many like Left for Dead sort of games are we going to see? You know, there was like Back for Blood. Um, there was the Anacrusis which isn't actually on here but maybe that was I don't think Anacrusis was actually was at the show. show no that was at the extended showcase they just brought Anacrusis on was to show some stuff okay. it wasn't on the E3 stage no yeah I mean there were a few games like that I mean if you've seen the show you know what I'm talking about um, where it's like you know four players against a horde of something yeah but this wasn't that this was this is an open world immersive sim that's solo or carp and you can tell, and this is what I mean. So, like, I think at face value, people saw the game. They're like uh, characters being quippy, not a super dark tone for the boys. Yeah. Um, there, you know, it's a bit light-hearted, but also a bit dark. And we're like, oh, this isn't what I wanted from Arcane. You know, this is bearing in mind. You know, this is a team who made that Dishonored One, Dishonored Two, and Prey. Like, these are all quite take themselves very seriously. Yeah. Um, quite heavy games, and that's absolutely not a problem, obviously. Um, so I can see where that expectation came in, but when you look at kind of the gameplay elements that they're hinting at there there's lots of like I get the idea that it's lots of like sandboxy um, multiplayer gameplay essentially you know there are the characters like using lifts there were some magic elements to it there were some wacky guns that did like there was like freezing stuff yeah um, and the I world looks yeah. really cool as well I read a bit about it and the vampires are were made from a 
like a, an experiment gone wrong yeah kind of thing so it's not like just vampires it's kind of like a and, and the colors like people have joined them because they sort of found it futile um yeah to, so that's why there's like humans like with guns with them sort of thing so yeah yeah for, yeah for me I think that's really exciting I can see why people were maybe that kind of didn't hit their expectations and I think had they seen some gameplay they'd have probably been like oh fair enough mm. or they would have been like looks really good but actually still not for me yeah, yeah. it looks good but come on but maybe this sort of function for me even if you can play it solo you know whatever yeah yeah I yeah I, I I can see why it had a little bit of mixed reception um in in that regard yeah um yeah okay yeah that makes sense but, but it's just cool. yeah yeah for, for <laughs> us yeah look yeah yeah but basically fuck you you're wrong yeah. <laughs> your opinion is wrong this is our podcast <laughs> go away <laughs> um so it's just so I, I'm, I'm wondering if like had they swapped Redfall and Forza Horizon 5 even though arguably people were expecting Forza Horizon 5 a bit more if, if, if that had had a bit more of a punch mm. you saw Redfall exclusive to Xbox coming 2022 arcane game cool okay we didn't see gameplay but that's fine then Horizon comes in Wow, big great gameplay showcase. Wow, out in five months. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if that's that had true. a bit more of an impact. Even if it was a bit more expected, even though a lot of people knew about Omen. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I could see that for for a lot of people. Uh, the, the general audience probably enjoying it that way around a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But then, you, but then there is like an element of you lose kind of that marrying of Xbox and Bethesda a bit because they wanted to bookend the show with Starfield and Redfall. Exactly. So, yeah. I can't blame them for the way that they did it. Um, worked for me. Um, I'm definitely excited to see more. But, like, you know, this, this catalogue of games that are upcoming is, is growing and growing and growing. Um, yeah. And it's such a nice variety. You know, we've said today, I've said today about the co op. There's been a few co op games which has been awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I liked how they ended that, and I think it looks really cool. Um, yeah. I do, I, although I would say I do think some of the, like the humor fell a bit flat in the trailer, but you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those gameplay things. I like overall. I like the tone. I like the hints that the trailer gave to me about the uh, the gameplay. I like the world looks really interesting and cool. And the way it ended, there was like a six armed like being like yeah. pulling an eclipse over. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the basis of it. Actually, they're like they've been drawing a permanent eclipse over the city of Redfall in Massachusetts. Yeah. And that's what's happening with the vampires. So, yeah. Yes, definitely a cool premise for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that. that was, that was basically, uh, Xbox's E3, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Which was kind of bonkers. There was, there was loads, there was loads. And there was, you know, there was a lot of first party stuff as yeah. well you know there was and you know whether whether you consider it fringe or already announced you know whatever that's not kind of unimportant but I'm just you know having through the list now we've got Starfield uh, Psychonauts 2 Stalker Contraband not first buy is it not no oh, okay. um, <laughs> Halo um, Grounded Age of Empires Outer Worlds 2 Flight Simulator Forza Horizon 5 Redfall yeah that's like, you know I'm talking like 7 or 8 games yeah. Some some were new and just announced. Some had gameplay. Some didn't. So you know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to really heavily criticise that because um, it's pretty good overall. Especially when really all the stuff we saw last year, we saw none of that this year. Yeah, <laughs> you know the fact that they that had weird. enough to show to just show an entire new bulk of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that was that is quite funny actually <laughs> when you think about it. Really, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. 
other than maybe uh, Flight Sim, I guess. I mean, have you seen Age of Empires before? Mm. I guess Grounded. And Sea of Thieves, I guess I didn't mention either. Uh, but yeah, you know, in terms of the new announcements, it's just entirely new stuff. Um, I I guess I wanted to, as we sort of come towards the end then, was sort of some of the bits and bobs in the extended showcase. And obviously we saw a developer update from help for, on Hellblade 2. And yeah. you'll know if I if you've seen well, any of our previous episodes that I am hugely anticipating, anticipating that game. I didn't expect to see it at the show. I'm glad we got a little bit of an update in the extended showcase. That was more than I was expecting. Yeah. What did you think about the dev diary? What, for Hellblade specifically? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, they just they showed a lot of sort of like insight into what they have been doing, haven't they? Like all the um, all the like sort of footage they've been gathering over, where is it, Iceland? Iceland, And all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then some glimpses into the development and some of the programs they're using. You got to saw like how they're making the models, the mocap, mm-hmm. um, all that sort of stuff. Um, there were some snippets of some CGI stuff in there. There I was, there was, was some, no I, gameplay. Was I think there, there was some snippets some, of like engine stuff. Some um, engine stuff. Okay. Which I genuinely... Like we're we're confused because we couldn't tell if it was or wasn't <laughs> because yeah. it looks like photorealistic. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was. I mean, it was nice to see more. We we heard we got an idea of like how far along the game is, didn't we? And it was like they're now at the moment they're currently building out a slice of the gameplay, so they're building yeah. they're building this vertical slice. Um, and it's... they they tweeted because a lot of people were confused and were like, does that mean like what the game's miles off? And they. I can't remember the exact thing that they said. I should probably have a look, actually. But it was like, they're on stage like four out of six in terms of the usual development timeline. Like yeah. they're in, they're in like, they know they're in actual production and then the next stage is polish and balance and then the final stage is release. So it's not, it's not stupid far, but I think it'll be 2023. I think, yeah. And I think based on what we've said in previous episodes, that's probably in line with it. You know, we've said they've been held up on Unreal Engine 5 a bit. COVID's hit them really hard because they do a lot of scanning, like real stuff into the game and they do a lot of heavy mocap. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm, I'm probably in agreement. I think I think we see it next year. Yeah. For 2023. Yeah. If they're building out gameplay, then there's going to be gameplay ready to show next year. Yeah. Um for sure. So yeah, that was But it was cool. It was it was nice to just be like we're still here, you know, we're still this game is still a, you know, a big deal and a huge passion project for us and we know you guys want it. Yeah. So, you know, that was basically what it is and just wait patiently, we're making the game you want sort of thing. Um Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it was it was it was nice to see. It was a nice touch, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was a cool it was a, and I, I will give praise to the to the team at Xbox as well for that extended showcase um, because it was a really nice way yeah it was just a really nice way to, to segregate that kind of here's unfiltered gameplay for the main showcase most people are going to watch this here's the extended with like a tiny few announcements I think they, they announced uh, Design Labs were coming back as well didn't they yep. uh, for the extended showcase and here's some devs talking about some shit as well you know it's like two hours long it was hosted by obviously Paris Lilly who does these over at the kind of funny Xcast as well um, which was a nice way to bring the community in. Um, yeah, it was just nice to sit down and watch that as well a few days later after the dust had kind of settled on everything. Yeah. Um, and I think they should kind of lean into that so that we don't have to sit through, you know, have the pace taken off the show by long developer talks. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, props for that, really. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- I, th- I thought it was a really cool sort of after show. Uh, and they, they dove they dove into quite a lot of stuff in, in, in a lot of detail. That's kind of what um, sold me 
um, pretty convincingly on Psychonauts 2 was was watching that yeah, they as spoke well. loads about it and they, um, um, yeah they spoke loads about that and sort of like you know what the game will entail story wise and what kind of what he did in, uh, in the previous game which obviously we never played yeah uh, and he, yeah he kind of just set everything out laid everything out on the table um, and yeah that's kind of what what swayed me probably the most to say that I'm quite looking forward to Psychonauts 2 now so yeah. you know it obviously did its job you know it was good it was a good idea to do an after show thing like that because if it sold me on something it probably sold other people and mm. um, yeah it was cool awesome I mean that's pretty much our um, our kind of take on the whole show, whole show and our walkthrough um, it's been quite an eventful week sort of reading all the comments and um, you know especially seeing such positive respect, reception towards an Xbox E3 because that, that <laughs> I feel like that hasn't happened in such a long time not for a while and, you know it's been generally a lot of people have been really really happy with it and some people have been so you're back that was my back yeah. <laughs> let's see if the, let's see if the picked mic up on picked the mic. that up yeah. that, was a very, that was more like a crunch it wasn't even like a normal crack like, <laughs> Um, yeah so it's just nice to see that sort of happening you know I think we're finally at that point where we've been speaking about it for months where Xbox is like the the ball you know things are in motion that cannot be undone to yeah. quote Gandalf <coughs> yeah. um, so that you know we're moving towards that as, especially as we come towards the end of the year um, and we kind of look forward to continuing to do the podcast I mean it's going to be I'm not going to be able to speak about any like rumours or leaks really this is going to be I guess we might just have to talk or something. Yeah, we might have to delve a little bit more into our personal lives. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. It was it was a really good E3. Uh, well, it's really good uh, Xbox E3. I think the overall E3 was a bit lukewarm. Yeah, everything was definitely lukewarm. Yeah. And I guess as well, just, just to like, um, by comparison, like we obviously, if you have a look at our channel, the last two videos we did were reaction to the previous showcases and yeah this one was leagues better than both of them yes yeah it was yeah oh it was definitely better than um definitely better than last year yeah 2013 okay. was close i would say but in yeah. terms of a pure from a conference standpoint i just like seeing games man <laughs> it's just like game after game even though 2013 was maybe a bit better in terms of a lot on like the content side more like new announcements lots of gameplay for first party stuff yeah um but yeah, I mean, we probably won't do a reaction video to this one. I don't see the no, point. We've kind of spoken we, about we, it. We talked about everything for uh, an hour, for like an hour and a half. Now. Yeah, exactly. Maybe next so, year. We might do it next year before the next showcase. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but on that, any anything to, to end with? Um, apart from that, it was uh, it was a good E three, and I hope everyone listening had a had a lovely E three as well. Oh yeah, um, and hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah, what, I hope what, you got whatever. what you asked for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever you tuned in for. It's game of Christmas. Um, I hope you didn't just tune in for Gearbox because you would have been let down. (laughs) But we won't talk about that. Um, Yeah, you know, whichever you are watching, I'm sure if if you're listening to this, you're probably uh, Xbox boys like us. Um, But yeah, yeah. I hope hope everyone had a good E3. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, we'll see you sort of um, next week. Really, um, we're uh, we're sort of picking up the picking up, getting back to sort of our regular routines because we've been sort of off work for this week, and so we'll try and um, get back to our sort of steady cadence of something per, of an episode per week. As I say, we'll have a bit, probably a bit less of a focus, fo- fo- <laughs> help, a bit less of a focus on um, E three on like well, yeah, just like <laughs> general sort of insider stuff because yeah. there'll be so much less of it. Um, so yeah, we look forward. 
to speaking to you all in the in the new sort of year of Xbox in the in the second coming. Mm. Indeed, <laughs> wicked. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll speak to you. We'll speak to you later. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.